What is up, what is up, and welcome back to another episode of Blood and Beer, the show where we talk blood sport and we drink beer. I'm your host, Matt, and as always, we got a ton of MMA to talk. We're going to break down the UFC fight night coming up next weekend, and then Bare Knuckle, Knuckle Mania 3 as well this upcoming Friday. We got beer to drink, as always, and then we're also going to be recapping this most recent UFC pay-per-view, Volkanovski versus Makachev, number one versus number two in the pound-for-pound rankings. So we got a lot to get into there. First, we'll introduce our beer, though. The beer of the day, it's Break, by the same company that made uh, Throb in the last one, but Heart State, I think, is what they're called. This is supposed to be a soft, tropical, juicy, easy, hazy IPA. So we'll try this out when the foam dies down and give it a score like we always do. And then uh, while we're waiting, we'll jump into these fights. (laughs) UFC 284, it was an awesome card. UFC's returned to Australia, first time since 2019, pre-pandemic. And uh, they got Australia's own Alexander Volkanovsky. He took on... Uh, Islam Makachev for the lightweight title. It was champ v champ. Volkanovski's number one in the pound for pound rankings. Makachev's number two. And this fight did not disappoint. These guys really showed some high level MMA in this. On the feet, they were both catching each other. Volkanovski moving forward with a lot of pressure. Heavy kicks on Makachev. Makachev used his range really well and uh, was real methodical with his punches. Landed. He didn't throw as much, but he landed just as much, just about. When it went to the ground, Makachev was taking him down. We knew he was going to get takedowns on Volkanovski. What we weren't expecting is Volkanovski to shoot back to his feet the way he did every single time except in the fourth round where Makachev just kind of held him down. Makachev did not get a lot of damage done on the feet. And Volkanovski dropped Makachev twice in my opinion. I thought there should have been two knockdowns. Uh, the stat keepers, they only scored one. But... Regardless, it was a great fight back and forth. Both guys had their moments. Makachev had more control time. But even at the end of the fifth round, Volkanovski, he's still going. His motor, it, it's nonstop in every fight. He gets the top control and ends the fight landing, raining bombs on Makachev. It goes to the judges' scorecards, and all three judges see it for Makachev in a super close fight. Um... So Makachev stays the lightweight champ, and they'll probably switch in rankings. Makachev number one, Volkanovski number two on the pound for pound. But I truly think Volkanovski won the fight. It really could have gone either way, so I'm not saying it's a robbery. But I noticed that none of the judges gave Volkanovski the second round, and that's the first time he dropped to Islam. Islam had some takedowns and some grounding, <laughs> ground control, but he didn't he didn't get any he didn't get any real damage done when he had that ground control. The takedowns, he didn't do a lot of damage. He clipped him a little bit, but not nothing like what Volkanovski did to him. So, Volkanovski comes up just a little short, but it was a great effort. Uh, the fans were really into it, and he's done what nobody's been able to do against Islam Makachev, which is get back up when you get taken down by the guy. He's He went in there, and he did exactly what he said he was going to do, just came up a little short on the win. So, great fight, though. I mean, that's what you want to see out of 1v2. That's What a fight that was. Alright, our foams died down. We got the Brutus full of the beer, the, what's it called again? The Break, the Easy Hazy Juicy Tropical IPA. We're going to try it out. It tastes like, uh, it tastes like that syrup that your mandarin oranges in a can come in, kind of. And like, 
tastes kind of like that, but a little more bitter. It's pretty good. Six five. Six five, baby. Alright. Back to the fights. Because we had another title fight on the line. Um sorry, Yair Rodriguez, he took on Josh Emmett for the interim championship in the featherweight division. Volkanovsky's um main division, his home his uh home room, if you will. In this fight, Rodriguez just looked like he was in control the whole time. I picked the Makachev fight. I thought Makachev was going to win. Didn't think it was going to be that close. This fight I didn't get right. I had Emmett winning using his pressure. And Rodriguez was just in control the whole time. Outlanding him. More volume. Goes to the ground. He's threatening submissions. Um, just looked really good the whole fight. And he ended up securing a triangle in the second round to get the finish over Josh Emmett. Becomes the... So Yair Rodriguez is the new interim champ at featherweight, and he's going to be fighting Alexander Volkanovsky next to uh, unify the featherweight belts. I'm stuffy. It's allergy season right now. I feel like I've been stuffy as hell on each of my last couple episodes. But moving on, moving on. We had Perth's own, because this fight took place in Perth, Australia. Perth's own Jack Della Maddalena, JDM. He took on Randy Brown. In this fight... Did not last long. Brown came out and he's uh, working his range a little bit, trying to find just find the range with Jack Della Maddalena. But Maddalena quickly drops Brown and then immediately jumps to a rear naked choke to get the first round finish. Um, keeps his three knockout or his three finish streak alive in the UFC. So um, you know the guy's a beast. He's I think he's only 27 years old. He's from he's from Australia and he's got some amazing boxing. He showed some grappling in this fight with that submission um he looked great that was a fight i got right as well those so the only fights that i actually won on was volkanovsky and makachev from my pick last week those were the only two i won um moving into our next fight i would have got this had it not been for a fence grab so alonzo menefield versus jimmy crude this fight menefield really came out cracking crude Crute's a high-level fighter, making his comeback after a year. I thought ring rust was going to be an issue, and it looked like it was. He just didn't look like it. he had his bearings under him. His gas tank wasn't there. And Menefield was really capitalizing, landing some bombs on Crute. Really had him out on his feet at one point. Crute was starting to find some success in the wrestling. And in the third round, he goes for a takedown, and Menefield instinctively grabs the cage. Ref immediately takes a point from him. And because Menefield was winning the fight up to that point, when we go to the judges' scorecards, they saw it as a draw. So no no winner there, and uh, the bet was voided. So right now, for what we've gone over, we're 2-1-1. One, and one. But unfortunately, I lost the other three bets that we put down. Um, we had, in the prelims, Modestus Bukowskis. He took out uh, he took out Tyson Pedro. Both guys kind of looked a little lackluster, out of shape. They just didn't look like they really trained for it, or maybe there was an adrenaline dump for Tyson Pedro being in front of his home crowd. I don't know. Um, we had Parker Porter. He got slept by Justin Taffa. I had Porter in that one, so there's two, three, and one. Um, you know, just not not a great night on the picks. Not a great night at all. But some other action that happened on the card. We had a uh, 
John Kulabau, Josh Kulabau, sorry, he got a second round, not or second round rear naked choke over Malik Bag Bagdasarian. Yeah, Bagdasarian. And Bagdasarian, he came out, looked like a beast. The kicks that this guy were throwing looked deadly. I mean, came up with no, tel he didn't telegraph it at all. He just, he was really looking good. But Kulabau, he, he showed his poise. He uh, he crowded one of the kicks, got the takedown, and immediately jumped the neck for the rear naked choke, gets the finish. And then the last fight we'll be talking about for that card is... Uh, Cladeson Rodriguez. Cladeson Rodriguez made short work of Shannon Shannon Ross by getting a first round, first minute knockout victory with punches. Um, and then Blake Builder, he uh, he took on Shane Young, got the unanimous decision. This guy, he looked like he has really crisp boxing, really great jujitsu as well. Seems like a really well-rounded fighter. Just doesn't have the intensity that you need yet. Um, that might come with just getting more comfortable in the octagon, but Blake Builder, if you go back and just watch the fight, you can really tell this dude is super skillful. So that's what we have for you for UFC, uh, for UFC 284. I went 2-3-1, bad night on the picks, we lost some money I suppose. Um, we'll come back next week, be sure to be looking out for that episode, I'll plug it in at the end of this one of course. Um, but moving on, we got Knuckle Mania 3, Bare Knuckles' biggest event of the year, and they've got some really big names on it. A lot of UFC vets are going to be uh, some of the headliners for this. The main event is going to be Lorenzo Hunt taking on Mike Richmond, and these two dudes, they're fighting for the light heavyweight belt over in Bare Knuckle. Lorenzo Hunt has looked unstoppable since he started in his Bare Knuckle adventure, and uh, same with Mark Richmond. Richmond's really tight and really calculated. Lorenzo Hunt throws big bombs. Richmond throws bombs too. His sh shots just come from a little bit closer in, a little bit tighter. It's going to be a great fight. We'll have to tune in for that. Also on the card, we got Diego the Nightmare Sanchez. He's taking on Austin Trout. And I think, you know, Sanchez's chin wasn't gone when he left the UFC. He was still able to take a shot. With his plotting style and the way he moves, I think bare knuckle... He's got real good head movement. I think it's going to be beneficial for his style. I think it's going to work out good for the guy, which is crazy to say because he's looked kind of rough in his last couple last couple outings. And then we have former UFC title challenger John Dotson. He's coming off of a first-round knockout in Ryzen, and then he also had a first-round knockout in Bare Knuckle earlier last year. He's taken on Jared Grant. So um, that's going to be an exciting one. Dodson's got a lot of power. He's super fast as well. And then finally, former NFL uh, NFL line defensive lineman and UFC veteran Greg Hardy. He's taking on Josh Watson. It's going to be a slugfest. Hardy's got super heavy hands. He was knocking everybody out for a minute there. So that's going to be a great fight when that one comes up. That's Friday, February 17th. On the Bare Knuckle app, it's Knuckle Mania 3. You do not want to miss it. It's like the WrestleMania, the biggest event of the year. They go crazy on that shit. So I can't wait. And that's going to be part of our pick em next week as well. If you're able to bet on it, I'll give you some picks. Who's going to win? It's probably going to be all the people I just headlined right there is who's going to win. But we'll, we'll, we'll get into it a little more and uh, go from there. But the UFC fight. UFC Fight Night, Andrade vs. Blanchfield. This is the third main event that we've had for this card in the past month. It started off being Cheeto Vera versus Corey Sandhagen. That fight got moved to March 25th. And then it was Aaron Blanchfield versus number 2 contender Talia Santos. 
Santos got injured. Immediately, Jessica Andrade steps in, who just fought on UFC 283 on January 21st. So, she's being super active. And Blanchfield, she's coming off a super dominant victory over Molly McCann, where she had her in the crucifix position and just elbowed her to get the stoppage. Um, Andrade coming off of a super decisive victory as well. Um, really a good streak she's putting together here. She's shown so far she can beat everybody in the women's division in any weight class in the UFC that's not um, someone that's champion or been a champion. She just gets hung up on the Rose Namajunas, the Zhang Weilis, Valentina Shevchenko. She just gets hung up right there. She's just there. She just can't get over that hump. But I'm thinking we're going to see Andrade pull this one out. She's just, like I said, she's better than everybody but the best. Also on that card, it's got a ton of vets, UFC vets on this. We got Josh Parisian taking on Jamal Pogues. Jim Miller taking on Alexander Hernandez. Ovin St. Preux taking on Felipe Lenz. And then we also have UFC, the Ultimate Fighter runner-up uh, in the last season of it, Zach Pauga. He's taking on Jordan Wright. Jordan Wright's a super fast starter. He's either getting you out of there in the first round or you're getting him out of there in the second round because I think almost all this guy's victories can't come in the first five minutes. He just shoots out like a cannon. If you can weather the storm, you can beat him, but that storm's heavy to weather. He hits hard, and he's super explosive. So this is a short notice step in for Andrade. It'll be interesting to see how it turns out. The card's not super stacked top, top to bottom, but not all fight nights can be. We got Knuckle Mania going on to kind of make up for the for the empty taste in your mouth that this card might be leaving. But that's all we have for the fights for you. Now we're going to get into some MMA boxing news before we let you go. But um, in news, boxing news, Jose Aldo Jr., uh, former fe featherweight, or yeah, former featherweight goat in the UFC, MMA in general. He uh, he won his boxing match, his boxing debut this past weekend in Shuto Boxing. And he's already got another fight booked for April 1st. He's taking on Jeremy Stevens on Game Bread Boxing. So that's Jorge Masvidal's promotion. And this card's going to be massive. For an up-and-coming promotion like this, they have some huge names. So aside from Aldo and Stevens, they also have Roy Jones Jr. taking on former UFC champion Anthony Pettis, and then Vitor Belfort taking on Jacare Souza, and then Paul Daly, former UFC and Bellator fighter, taking on boxer Anthony Taylor. They're going to be super fun matchups. All these guys have really good boxing, really skilled, and all of them have a lot of power, honestly. Pettis might not have the most, but this is going to be a great card, I'm telling you. Um... As far as like these kinds of things that they do where you get retired MMA fighters or YouTube personalities, this is the most excited I've been for one of these gimmick cards that I've seen. It's got the most competitive uh, matchups, I think, on it with having people fight where you don't know who's going to win necessarily. Alright, but moving on. Also on April 1st, the last thing we have for you today... Um, we have PFL. They're coming back. They're making the start of their next season, and they're going to kick things off with their two two of their champions fighting. We got Rob Wilkinson. He's taking on Thiago Santos. He won the light heavyweight division, and then we have Marlon Marias. He's taking on PFL lightweight champion Brennan Lofnane, and these are going to be super fun fights. So it's going to be light heavyweights and lightweights uh, to kick off the year. It sounds like and. 
I can't wait for this. PFL, I, like I've been saying for years, I love what they, they do with their season-style format. It's going to be super interesting, and I can't wait for another season to start. Give us more to talk about just because of how much they fight, how often they fight, and it's the same guys over and over. But other than that, that's all we got for you for this this week's episode of the recap and looking ahead, going over the MMA news, what you call it. This has been Blood and Beer with Matt, and look out for a Pick'em episode next week for the Knucklemania 3 and for um, and for UFC Fight Night on Drodge vs. Blanchfield. I'll be doing a Pick'em. We're going to try to redeem ourselves from last from this past week because we had a bad one. 2, 3, and 1 is not good. We lost money. But I appreciate you tuning in. Like I said, Matt with Blood and Beer, you know the deal.